Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, folks. Thank you for joining Pastor Don Burleson and myself as we continued down the road of the book of Romans, and we are in chapter 7. Well, Don, how are you holding up? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, I'm I'm making it uh, day by day, morning by morning, enjoying the enjoying serving God, enjoy being involved in the church, being involved in the community, and be involved in fun. I love watching my Boise State basketball games. And, yeah, you know, and, they keep us on a journey, don't they? Yeah, and girls and state <laughs> yeah. basketball and boys state basketball coming up and all sorts of fun things. It's, uh, you know what, I think God intended us for us to enjoy life. Oh, I do too. I, you know, and he has to have a sense of humor as he watches us down uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> so and Don, you get blessed every Tuesday. You get to lead that joy group, uh, those 50 to 70 seniors that come out every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Uh, or 10.30 a.m. to hear hear what you have to say and have some snacks and get to know each other. That's a great group. Well, yeah, and the, the fellowship is so important. Oh. You know, we give them the first, you know, well, you've been there at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're enjoying their time together, but, you know, we, we study, and what's so exciting about it is they're so interactive. They'll, they'll share and we'll talk together, even in the big room that we have there, and sometimes it's hard to hear, but... The, just the sharing and the, the thoughts that they come up with, that they, they love the Scripture. They want to be in it. Okay, we're going to go to chapter 7. and Let's have a word of prayer, folks. Our Lord, we thank you so much for this day. And God, we thank you for loving us. And God, be with those that are hurting right now. Lord, those have lost loved ones. We think a number of weeks ago now when the tragedy hit at the airport of those families, Lord, bring peace and comfort to their life. And Lord, those that are dealing with sickness right now, we have some that are they've got cancer that we're dealing with. Lord, be with them. Lord, I pray you'd be with Representative Su Chu uh, from the State House, who has uh, pancreatic cancer. Mm. Lord, be near to her. I pray, and God, be near to just my friend Steve, and and we're dealing with the cancer he's dealing with, and Barry with his struggles. And Lord, just so many people come to my mind. Lord, be near to them. And those listening today, they have things in their heart. Lord, I pray you'd answer their prayers, and we would lift them to you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Okay, this is chapter 7, Don. Yep. And this is kind of about marriage a little bit. Yeah, another one of Paul's illustrations. And yeah, Paul's going back. Maybe we're leaving the uh, grace thing for a while. Yeah, he's going to move in now to a little bit about relationships. and There we and, go. And then we're going to struggle a little bit with life. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Chapter 7, verse 1, Do you not know, brothers? For I am speaking to men who know the law, that the law has authority over man only as long as he lives. For example, he says, Mm -hmm. By law, a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law in marriage. So then, if she marries another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress, even though she marries another man. What do you think about all that? Well, you have know, you a lot of questions about that sure, over the years? You know, and how many times have we been challenged by this scripture with, um, with the, the idea of marriage and, and, and divorce and different things like that? And It's just another word of um, commitment that Paul's trying to make using the illustrations of marriage. It is, and and we get we hear that all the time. Yeah, uh, you know, and on our first read, it could be you know, and again, we have to look at understanding under the Roman Empire at that time, women didn't have a lot of rights. They didn't, 
There wasn't much that a woman had in freedom, but Jesus was the one who was changing that. <coughs> Pardon me. And so, uh, um, so we have to take that into understanding here, as Paul uses an example for their everyday life, but still one for us also. Well, God certainly hated divorce. We know yes. that from the Word of God. Yeah. And uh, we know God is a God of forgiveness, and and I know there's people that struggle with uh, these kind of things, and and we we try to be as honest as we can, but we're not the judge either. Yes, and you know, and that's repeated over and over. We're not to judge others. We're supposed to we hold each other accountable because accountability builds us up, and those are the important things that we do. And so, if if you see somebody doing something wrong, we should encourage them to do right. Well, Don, to, this reminds me. You teach a grief class yes. at Cloverdale. At, uh, you have a number of uh, people that you've had now for several years. That have yeah, we've, through- been, we've been going on for uh, in, into our third year now, and we're basically a support group. But you know, I, I work through several groups in training, and, uh, and they're usually 13-week courses. You know, and then all of a sudden, you're supposed to be okay. I just never saw it that way. There are some people that just need it, and our group now is very supportive to one another. They, they reach are. out to each other. They encourage each other, and basically, they they become their own ministers to others who need it. And so, they're it's a very a, tight group, and yes. it's a fun group. You hear a lot of laughter. Well, some days, soft, sometimes we just laugh, and, and then and you have, have days they cry. They and, cry, and and that's why it's important that we have that constant connection. And we meet every Thursday. No matter what, except for Thanksgiving. Yeah, or you guys meet unless, all the time. Unless the snow stops us. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been amazing with yep. that. But uh, So you've dealt with those. It's funny, when I was a senior pastor, uh, singles pastor in Vancouver, I dealt with, uh, I had a group of widows and and divorcees that would come to a, uh, we had a group. It's called Singles uh, Singles Alive Group. And we would, they would come and we would share every week. We'd have uh, outings for them. We had a big group, uh, 40, 50 people in that group and they used to get in arguments who has it worth those that have come through divorce or those that have lost loved ones yeah they yes. would fight all the time one said well if you uh went through divorce leave you he's still alive or she's still alive yeah and but if you if they die if they went through death they don't have any chance but then some then they argue back said yeah but i have to see that <laughs> i was just going to say and that so <laughs> it was back and forth it was yeah. very it was it's kind of a comical group in a yeah. sense but they they surely needed each other, and that was and a, that's the important yeah. thing is it's not you know we, we did our thirteen week lesson plan, but right now they're just there to support one another, and and that's what they do. Yeah, that was maybe one of my greatest ministries as far as uh, touching lives. I think was that divorced and widowed group, and yeah. just it just and it grew like crazy and it became very much a part of our lives. And that was a hard time leaving them, uh, but uh, they continued on and and. Uh, hopefully, of course, mo- most of them are uh, probably ninety now. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it's funny, and the ratio was like nine to one women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like your group. that's my group. Yeah, aren't you yeah. like twelve to one? Twelve in your to class one or twelve, 12 to two? 12 to two if, um, yeah, if, if one of the other yeah. guys who doesn't always yeah. come. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, anyway, let's go through the last few verses of this passage. Uh, so, my brothers, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who is raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit to God. For when we were controlled by the sinful nature, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our bodies, so that we bore fruit for death. But now by dying to what you once bound us, we have been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way 
of the Spirit and not the old way that was written of the code. Well, it does sneak back a little bit. For, yeah, he's right back in there again. Uh, these other six chapters. I yeah. thought this could be he, a whole new, but he... No, no he, he brings it right back because that obviously is a need that he saw in the Roman church that he's writing to that he's he's really working through that and and again when he talks about the you know the fruits of death and the the body again he's talking these spiritual things and they off in order to die to ourselves and and that's um that's a key thing because we have to put ourselves aside and, and to serve god and that's uh, but again he this time he calls the law the written code yeah and he uses a different term terms, yeah but it's he's still talking about it Yeah, because it's still on his mind, because he wants people to understand the freedom we have when we give our lives to Christ. Well, Don, we'll move on to a couple more verses here in the last few minutes of today. What shall we say then? This is verse 7. Is the law sin? Certainly not. Indeed, I would not have known what sin was except through the law. For I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, do not covet. Well, how does it get... He's you know he's back to the law again yeah and again uh, the the purpose of the law at the time was was basically pointing out what's wrong in our lives so that we can correct it and so um, so what he's saying is again he has this conversation between himself really yeah uh, you know what should we say then is the law sin well no it's not but it's it's showing us our sin by um, it says, do not covet. And he says, well, I wouldn't even know what coveting was unless the, unless the law pointed it out to me. So, you know, he's trying to point out, too, that, um, he, yes, he's saying that the law, Jesus has taken over the law, but the law still has its place in the life of people because Jesus didn't say, I came to abolish the law. Right. I came to fulfill it. So what if we had a uh, – what if we – didn't have stop sign laws or sure. traffic laws or yeah. can you imagine? Yeah, can you imagine chaos would be there if we didn't have all these different things that guide us and direct us? And that's remember that law was set there as they were settling into a new land. You know, they just came out of Egypt and here they're going to leave in a land and God's giving them here's how you're going to live, stay true to me and do what's right. And so He gave them that principle to live by. I've got a question I know you know the answer to. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. It's a the- very theological question. Oh. <laughs> Is this? So so way back when cars came into existence, yeah. and all of a sudden there was, uh, you know, they came way back in the late 1800s and more so in early 1900s stuff. There was horses and stuff. Right. Was there speed limit laws then? <laughs> That's a good question, but oh. I don't. I never oh, saw the word. Oh, okay. I yeah. just. Uh, I, no, just I, I don't or, think there was. Or how about when you know they have horses and buggies? Th- there wasn't because they, w- they only went for a certain speed. Yeah. So, so there was no. Uh, they didn't need to have laws. I laws guess. at that time, but because of the way that it is now, the cars didn't go very fast. Yeah. So I doubt if there was speed limit signs. They all went about the same speed. Because they were used to that. But now, okay, you jump up here like that, moving into the land. Okay, that who's going to govern them? Who's going to take care of them? You know, right. they were under Egypt's rule for right. so long, right? And now, so God gives them the law to live by. Yep. And so they had some, they had some things to live by. And yep. of course, in the New Testament, as Paul's talking, you know, yep. hey, now it's the law is is the law is now you know the law served its purpose. Yes. But now it's Jesus. Now say but Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. by him on the cross. Yeah. Well, Don, it's been a, another pleasure, and we're going to have to move on as time has clicked on by again today. Yeah. But, folks, I hope you have a great day. Don, I hope you have a good night. We will do that. And All so. right.
Well, hey, folks, go out and make a difference. Be alive in your walk with God. Live by the Word of God. Trust in Him and live by faith because God loves you as a great plan for your life. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.